0: eat yourself better podcast is brought to you by be fit food where food is the first medicine
1: Ben, FM Health Matters. Uh, We've got Kate joining us again, Fit Foods. Kate, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me. Glad to
1: be here. Yeah, great. Thank you for making the time. Now, uh, foods. Uh, Food is always on our mind. There was some stat, I can't remember, but we think about sex and food X amount of times a day. I don't know what the stat is, but it's a lot. 300 Uh, times for food. Oh, and how much for sex?
0: I'm not too sure. I haven't looked that one up.
1: But 300 times a day for food. That's yeah, a lot.
0: It's a lot. It's yeah.
1: a lot. Tell us, food and mental health. Mental health's a big conversation. Um, tell us a bit about that.
0: So I, I guess at the moment, particularly with the pandemic challenges, a lot more has come in the media about mental health. And I feel like you know prior to the pandemic, perhaps it wasn't talked about as much as it should have been. And we always talk about stress impacting our mental health or financial pressures or relationship pressures. But a lot of people haven't really explored the ways that you can improve mental health through your diet. And um, I think it's pretty well known that exercise helps with mental health. And if people didn't know that, they know that they feel better when they go for a walk. wrong behaviours
1: with food choices. Why why do you think we didn't talk about it as much as we should have?
0: Oh, I think it really had that awful tag about it. I I think that stigma of mental health um, that if you admitted to mental health then maybe you'd be disadvantaged in some way in your employment or in your social circle or, you know, that that people used to talk about, uh, you know, people have... I don't know, being weak or something like that. And obviously, it takes a lot of courage to come up, come up and actually say something. So they're the stronger people, not the weaker people. But I think that, that stigma that's stigma um, that we've really managed to um, knock down, I think, over
1: the pandemic. Mm. The pandemic, the COVID pandemic. We've heard of the mm. COVID kilos now. I don't know about you, but I've had COVID and I lost kilos. I didn't gain kilos when I had COVID. Uh, so it's interesting that we externalize sometimes uh, our behaviours to something outside of us it's yeah. the partner kilos you know we we get married it's you know i'm a dad now or i'm a husband now that's my excuse for putting on kilos people have used covid as an excuse for putting them on but as you said during this time more than ever we need to look after our mental health and we can do that through nutrition
0: so there was actually a diet depression randomised controlled trial. So if people don't know what that means. It basically means that the most highly regarded type of trial, it was done uh, quite a few years ago now through the Food and Mood Centre and it was called the Smile trial. And basically what they were looking at was the relationship between diet and people's mental health or their depression risk and they found this connection between highly processed foods and also mental health. So the reverse then was proven to be true where if you eat more whole foods that have got more plant-based vegetables and salads and fruits and grains, legumes and even healthy fats, you actually have protection against some of the mental health conditions.
1: Wow. Uh, So... What you eat has a protective, has a preventative effect on your mental health state.
0: Yeah, and, and this particular study and various studies since, when they've looked at the Mediterranean style diet, they've actually seen a 30% um, reduction in mental health conditions in people that ate a more Mediterranean style diet, which is traditionally more of your plant based foods and vegetables. They have meats and proteins, but just in smaller portions than perhaps our traditional diet or westernised diet. And they also um, are living a lot more off the land. So the food that's available is more whole food style, more of the grains and legumes, um, as opposed to the processed foods in the, you know, the Middle Isles of the supermarket.
1: Why do we turn, you know, when... When things are just a little tricky, when we're feeling a little stress, when we're feeling a bit unsure, when we're feeling uh, uncertainty, when we're feeling anxiety, why do we turn to alcohol? Why do we turn to chocolate? Why, why is that piece of iced chocolate cake so appealing when we are having an uncomfortable moment? Well,
0: I'm not sure we all really want to know the truth behind this, but the truth is, it changes our brain chemistry. It actually acts like a drug and it changes the chemicals in our brain and makes us feel this short-term happiness. So uh, the neurotransmitters that tell us in our brain whether we're happy or sad and it adjusts our levels of our dopamine and serotonin and GABA, whether we feel loved or not, um, those um, sorts of triggers and reactions can be changed by alcohol and sugar particularly, so we can change those chemicals in our brain for a short amount of time. However, the rebound effect of this, um, like we all know, is far, far worse. So that five minutes of pleasure can lead to days, weeks, months of feeling miserable.
1: Mm-hmm. We just, as humans, we just want to feel good all the time, don't we? we Often do. we do things that make us feel good and good are good for us. Often we do things unfortunately that feel good and aren't so good for us and a few of us do things that don't necessarily feel good at the time but are good for us in the long run Uh, so what you're suggesting is we need to do a little more of the things that maybe at the time don't feel as good takes an extra half an hour to prepare that food but it is good for us in the long run
0: And I think if we acknowledge, like we all know now that chronic stress is bad for us. So we try and change our environment, remove that chronic stress. And when it comes to diet, we need to think about it the same way. But chronically poor eating habits will have a very long-term detrimental effect to our overall health and well-being. So those little decisions every day are really what it comes down to. and. Even if it is having, you know, a takeaway meal here or there, knowing that you can compensate for that in another way. And even if it means, you know, maybe you're going through the massive drive through and you know you don't want to do it and you feel guilty about it. But if you are going to do it, make a better choice when you're there. You know, get a grilled chicken wrap if you're going to have something. Try and get something a little bit um, less, processed a little bit more real food or when you get home you know have a piece of fruit have a i don't know carrot celery stick out of the bottom drawer of the fridge try and counteract it try and make up for it in some other way and give yourself something good to counteract the bad as opposed to just feeling guilty and then going into this cycle of i might as well have an ice cream now when i get home or i might as well have chocolates i've ruined it anyway nothing is um really ruining it you compensate for it thing and that could be as simple as getting up the next day and going for a nice long walk or fasting in the morning till 12 o'clock you know and burning whatever excess you put in the night before burning it off and getting back to
1: Mm. Gee, that was a powerful conversation we had last week About it's not always what you eat It's when you eat it too, by the way, Kate Really, and mm. if you missed that uh, miss that episode or that show last week uh, We were chatting about that it's, that it's not always just what you eat But it's when you eat it And the idea of doing some intermittent fasting and Shifting when you eat The space between uh, when you choose to have your meals uh, And how much of an impact that can make So, Kate, the, the, what would you suggest? What are, what are um, you know maybe three key things that people maybe want to think about that they could do in addition to just the Mediterranean diet eating well? Yeah. what else could what else could they do? Well
0: there's a couple of things, and I often talk about the three P. So one is prebiotics. Now for anyone who doesn't know what a prebiotic is, it's basically these plant-based foods uh, that don't get digest- digested fully in our gut. So, for example, it could be garlic or leek or any other high-fibre vegetables and fruits. What they do is they go down to a large bowel and they feed our good gut bacteria. So they have a prebiotic effect. They, they become food for good bacteria and that good bacteria flourishes and has a positive impact on our brain. So more of these plant-based foods, then you're definitely going to encounter these prebiotics without even going looking for them. If you know you eat lots of vegetables, salads and fruits on a daily basis, you will get the prebiotics. So it's pretty simple to focus on that without actually having to go for independent food. The next one is probiotics. And a lot of people may be aware that probiotics are bacteria that we consume in food as opposed to prebiotics, which is food for the bacteria that's already in in our body. So probiotics commonly are thought to be things like yogurt or kefir or kombucha. So adding those in every day can possibly help, but a lot of them may not get through, you know, the area of the gut and survive in our human body. So prebiotics, I would say, are the most important. More of those vegetable-based and plant-based fibre foods to grow the good bacteria we already have. And probiotics can be added as well. And lastly is polyphenols. And once again, a polyphenol is just a component of these plant-based foods that our microbiome our good gut bacteria can enjoy. They can be found in foods like turmeric, um, hazelnuts, cocoa products, not so much chocolate, but cocoa, the raw cocoa, um, even cloves, uh, as well as high-citrus foods, so your oranges and your berries. So these have a beneficial effect on mental health as well, and they also can help with the... Uh, Preventing
1: cognitive decline in older age groups too. Mm. So that old saying, you know, that I get that gut feeling. Uh, our gut has a, is what you're saying, has a direct impact. Our gut health has a direct impact on how we feel. And so looking after our gut is really important. Looking after the environment that's within our gut by giving it good food, food that, that looks after the bacteria. So just, again, run, run by me. What would be some, you know, some day-to-day food that we would consume that would be great for our gut bacteria?
0: So, for example, at breakfast, you could start by adding blueberries and some cinnamon to your Greek yoghurt. Then you've got your prebiotics, your probiotics, and you've got your polyphenols all in one meal. Um, At lunch, if you're having some sort of green leafy salad, you could add some four bean mix to it, Um, maybe a squeeze of lemon, olive oil, and even put some turmeric into a dressing. And once again, you've got those three peas in there as well. Uh, perhaps then for dinner, um, obviously going for a good variety of your your veggies, but you could put them into a simple meal like a bolognese sauce. I know I grate up maybe seven or eight different vegetables in my bolognese, and. That's the way that I know if my kids are having pasta. They can have pasta seven nights a week as long as they're having one or two cups of my sauce with a bit of pasta because I'll put things in like um, really finely chopped mushrooms. You can't see It's in the lentils. It's in the red kidney beans, carrot grated up, some zucchini grated up, and even the stalks of broccoli. So if they're having broccoli the night before, then I'll keep all the stalks, chop them up really fine and put them into the... Bolognese as well. So
1: there's nothing you can't hide in a good bolognese. Mm, my wife makes an incredible bolognese, uh, but like you, exactly that. It's it's chock a block full of uh, full of vegetables.
0: Yeah, which... and it's enjoyable too. Mm. We all love bolognese. <laughs>
1: mm, mm. Tell me, you know, there's a general theme I got to tell you, Kate, to what you seem to talk about, and it's the whole idea of whole foods you know getting back to eating whole foods foods that you would get from the fruit and veg shop uh, not necessarily from Woolies. so now we often talk about woolies and Coles in our igas and we do love you guys uh but our, our just our good old fruit and veg um the Mornington peninsula is full of some incredible fruit and veg shops you know tully's comes to mind uh up here in in Mount Eliza. uh we've got um the guys in uh, what's the metal? the organic farm. Br- Torello farm. Torello farm. Dramana. Yeah. Germana, awesome. Bruce is yelling yeah. in the background there. So we've got some incredible fruit and veg shops. You're saying that's that's where we should be doing a lot of our shopping. Uh, tell me, can we though can we take shortcuts? You know, you hear so much about, you know, the, you know, the, the multivitamin tablets or the, you know, the, the powdered shake that's got all the things that you need. It's almost like something mm. sci-fi where in the future we won't have to cook or, you know, go fruit and veg shopping, we'll just swallow a pill. Yes. Is it as good?
0: Definitely not. So all of those things can add to a good diet, but they will take away from your health if you don't have a good diet at your foundation. So 99% of what you should be eating should be real whole food. And that extra benefit could come from the 1% supplements or powders or whatever it is you're taking, but it's going to be a 1% benefit you're going to see. And if you don't get the 99% why, then it's certainly not going to give you any benefit at all.
1: Mm, okay. Well, yes. Uh, do what uh, sometimes doesn't feel good, but it is good for you. Take the time. Prepare those whole foods. Uh, look after your gut health Um and your mindset will be way, way better. Kate, great conversation today. Again, thank you so much for being on the show. Look forward to catching up with you next week. Enjoy the rest of your day. What's on for you for the rest of the day?
0: Oh, uh, well, trying to um, get outside for a run at some point once there's a break in the rain. <laughs>
1: of course you are. You have just you probably were listening into Dr. Callum's uh, segment before you, you about move it. Otherwise, you'd lose it. So, Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Great idea. Enjoy your day. You too. Thanks, Bye. Kate. Bye.
0: Eat Yourself Better podcast is brought to you by Be Fit Food, where food is the first medicine.